Hello, Thriving Intuitives. Today, I want to talk about Akashic Records. I want to ask you, I've put in the comments in the link below, have you heard of Akashic Records and what is your experience? Every day in my Thriving Intuitive Women Entrepreneurs Facebook group, I ask a question and get some really beautiful and amazing responses. And this morning I posted, have you ever had a psychic reading? And I just was blown away by all of the beautiful responses and what they learned and and discovered about themselves um, from that, which I think ties into Akashic Records, which we're talking about today in this podcast. And I asked them, a few of them, if I could share, and they gave me permission to share here. So I just want to give a shout out to Lindsay Mercado. She uh, is amazing. She had such a beautiful um, experience. She had shared, I have so much to share, but I will share one. I had just given birth to my son and the lady that she was reading her, she said, okay, Linz, um, I see you're going to have twins next or children close in age. She writes as she goes on, um, no cards or anything, no lie. And she said, I was pregnant with my daughter I found out at my, my post-appointment just a few weeks after she had met with this psychic reader um, for her son. And so her daughter and her son are Irish twins. They are the same age for two weeks, and they are so awesome and best friends. I love that. It's all about God's timing, I wrote. and Wow, that's amazing. It was such a really cool heads up, you know, that she got... Um, (laughs) and that was really, a really beautiful response to hear, um, with the great news and uh, Christy Iverson McKella, she had responded that, yes, she has had psychic greetings many times. And I asked her, you know, what did you receive time and time again? What brought you to go back? And she said, I was part of a class several years ago. We practiced on each other. I had gotten a couple of readings from the instructor, and she encouraged me to participate in her course. It was fun and very enlightening, but not something I wanted to pursue as a means of income. That's really cool. And Jamie also said that I could share. Jamie Ray's, she um, has had a psychic reading and mediumship reading, and spirit is so divine, and she helps and guides us. And so I asked Jamie, oh, um, what is one thing that you can share that you've learned from your reading? And Jamie responded um, that she shared who um, I got my intuitive gift from. And she was right. I am too clairvoyant. And um, my father was one as well. I got my clairaudience and clairsentience from him, which he later told me, which is so cool when you have that confirmation later. She said, you got it from one of your parents, the mediumship that she was in contact with. My, uh, she contacted her grandmother, who she was also close to, and she was able to uh, contact her dog that recently passed. Um, she did a mediumship reading for her best friend who, um, died of a car accident. And that person also came through, um, also had moms come through on their mediumship readings. And I love it when spirit comes through because it's that 
that closure, you know, that, that reassurance that everything's okay and they still are with us here in this world realm. And I just loved hearing all of the responses um, from this really amazing just yet simple question. And it just went really deep and I loved it. So make sure that you are a member of the Thriving Intuitive Women Entrepreneurs Group on Facebook to join in the conversation. When I first learned about Akashic Records or heard the term, I thought, wow, that's so magical and mystical. And I want to dive deeper into that rabbit hole. But it seemed kind of elusive and people weren't really telling me what it was. They kept it very mystical and mysterious, which made me think, I don't trust that person to read my records. (laughs) Let's dive in deeper to talk more about what Akashic Records are and hear some of my stories of my experiences that I've had and learning about my past lives. This is Unlock Your Destiny podcast. We are providing women who are feeling lost and alone in their journey, a community to kick ass as we become empowered together, gaining clarity on our life's purpose and finding your uniqueness. Akashic records are just that. They are records that uh, record all of our energies and actions and our karmic journeys throughout our soul's existence. So it's very much a thing of, you know, tracking your past lives, um, tapping into different lessons and records, wrongs you have done, energies you have carried. And what happens is um, in this life, you make decisions. In your past lives, you make decisions, you have experiences, you have relationships, and you have emotions. And all of those things are energy stamps. And they carry on and sometimes get attached to our soul and we carry them forward into the next life. And this can be good, this can be bad, depending on what your your plan is and your evolution for your soul and how to evolve. And so sometimes we carry um, on some burdens and you may have some subconscious blocks that are actually from past lives, which was my experience in my Akashic reading that I'll be sharing with you this Friday. Um, We have a Katerina um, Boyer. She is an Akashic Records reader. She read my chart. And I'm going to share with you in that episode what my experience was with her and what she brought up how amazing it was in clearing this energy. I had no idea was even there. Actually, she even helped me sleep way better at night without her even knowing it, obviously. But she she cleared that energy and she noticed that I wasn't sleeping fully and deeply. And that all is in the energy stamps in your Akashic Records. And if you get the right reader, they can help you with that. Um, And she gave me homework to do. So again, we're going to talk more in depth about that on Friday. I'm so excited. So stay tuned for that and make sure you subscribe to this channel and podcast to uh, make sure that you get that in your feed as soon as it comes up at 4 a.m. Pacific time. Um, So back to today, I'm going to share with you a few of my experiences personally, my journey before I found Ekaterina. So I had met somebody in a course online and she said that she read Akashic Records and I was like, ooh, what does that mean? And, you know, I was really loving like 
the um, idea of it. But to be completely honest, I didn't really love her vibe. And I just want to have this moment to share with you a takeaway that you have intuition and to really listen to your intuition. So if you are feeling off or you're feeling that that person is really um, not jiving with you or not quite um, aligned or you're just feeling something off, like they're a great person, you see them externally, like really doing something great, but you just don't feel right don't move forward with that person. Find another person. There are lots of people who read Akashic Records. But she stoked my curiosity. So I said, what is this? And I looked into it and I looked on the internet and I found that Akashic Records are just that, that anybody can access them is what I found. So at first I did my DIY meditation of the Akashic Records. And I only felt comfortable doing this because I had experienced a past life regression meditation guided by a beautiful, intuitive mentor called Natalie Miles. Um, She's amazing. And she has really deepened my spiritual walk. And again, just following in her footsteps, I really am um, uh, working very diligently and intentionally to be that for you as well. So uh, I did this guided um, meditation, past life regression. What did I find? I first landed in this 1700s world. I looked down at my hands and they were very big and rugged and I was wearing like a cotton shirt and I was a man. Join us as we pause for a quick message. Hello, Thriving Intuitives. I'm Raven Scott, author, destiny coach, and founder of the Thriving Intuitive Membership. As magical as a spiritual community is... There are also practical ways to grow so you can gain confidence in your talents and strategy to shine your unique light into the world. Sign up today to the Thriving Intuitive Membership to evolve and get your game plan in the Walk in Your Purpose Masterclass for only $25 a month. Sign up today at patreon.com forward slash unlock your destiny. I forgot to mention the funnest part. You will get free swag when you become a member into the Intuitive Tribe. Great. That was so amazing. Now back to the show. I was a man in the 1700s. I was alone. I was at a dock. I wandered and I found my boat. And then I realized and had this epiphany that I was, I saw myself, right? Because she's describing, what do you see yourself doing? Who are you with? What do you know around? You know, right? Describe all your surroundings. And so I'm on this boat and this hand reaches out from the side of the boat to, you know, bring me in. And it was my soulmate's hand. And it was um, a man, another man and a friend. And he pulled me into the boat And um, we were sailors together. We were best friends. And we sailed on this trading merchant ship and um, we're just part of the crew. And I just thought, wow, like how in the world could I, is this real? I thought, am I making this up? And then she said, trust your intuition, trust what you're seeing. It is not made up. (laughs) I was like, okay, all right, I'll trust it. It's not made up. Great. How can I make this up? Like only that I've, you know, read the Diana Gabaldon books, Outlander, and I absolutely loved it. And I felt like I was in that book. 
And then I was like, you know what? Just trust it, right? Like, just trust it. So she was talking about things that you feel comfortable to you in this life, you know, are connected to what you've experienced in your past lives. And for me, it's like a hammock. I remember as a child at my aunt's falling asleep in her hammock. Not that it just doesn't do that already naturally to us human beings here, but I just felt like I was back in the womb when I was on the hammock. And those type of feelings of real deep uh, familiarity are things that are um, clues to our past lives. So again, I find myself sailing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a sailor. My bed is a hammock. She's like, see yourself going to bed. And so we're crawling into our hammock, swaying on the ocean and, um, you know, see yourself the next day. And she fast forwards to the years and it was just amazing to, to see that. And I was like, why am I here all alone? Right? Like as a young adult male, all by myself sailing. And for some reason there was this, uh, feeling as I was in this meditation of I had power, I had wealth, I had stature, like I was not some like grummy old sailor. I felt very confident, but also at the same time wanted to hide where I came from, who I was. And I was hiding from my family, from my past and, and th- something like that. And I was like, what does that mean? And I wanted to dive deeper. And, you know, it's like, once you start to get clues from a past life, you want to know everything. And I don't know why, maybe it's just our you know, human curiosity. So I go through this experience. She leads you through the death. And for me, it was not something hard to think of. That's the other thing is when you're really trusting your intuition, it comes as ease because it's a memory from your karmic record and a memory from your Akashic records in your past life regression. So I, you know, get to this, this part of the meditation and she's kind of describing like different scenarios. of How are you passing and see your loved ones around you? And I didn't see anything. And in a split second, right when she said that, all I could see was myself falling, looking up at the sky and falling off a cliff, you know, going, no, not being afraid, but just being surprised. I was utterly surprised and not even afraid. Like I was not clinging to the cliff. I was just boom off the cliff and dead, super surprised. And so when I experienced that and the aggression, I was like, wait, what happened? Like, I want to know more. And so that's when I really got curious about Akashic records and realizing that you can know more and you can ask the Akashic records specific questions. So I went back myself as a certified meditation teacher, knew that I was, I was safe, knew that I could ground myself and go back in and ask the Akashic records on my own. What happened? What was this all about? And I even re- revisited a couple times, even most recently, um, with one of our uh, guests, Megan Wiseman, on our podcast. Um, I feel like she was about four guests back. If you haven't listened to her, go listen to Megan Wiseman's episode. So amazing. She shares with us about an experience from her Akashic record. Um, and so she guided me after our podcast and outside of the recording through like really tap into that. So I went back to the record of this life because I was really struggling with self-worth in my business. Um, as much as I was pushing forward and acting like I, you know, I got this subconsciously in my record, I was still having the insecurity of I'm not worthy, so I go back and I'm up on the, the, the hilltop. I get to go back into it and realize that I 
uh, have met some new friend who's befriended me to be a business partner or help me in in meeting up with these um, <clears throat> Native Americans in America in the 1700s and were trading furs. And this was the kind of the setup of the business. So it was my idea, but this new friend came in and said that the new friend came in and said that um, he could benefit my business in some way. So I was gullible enough, young adult, all on my own, um, left my, my family. I was like, okay. So the deal happens um, on the cliff. This friend who I thought was a friend, you know, leans in. We all shake hands. And then as he backs up, he shoves me off the cliff and I go falling. And so what that I interpret that as was that that was a very uh, selfish person, right? To the point of psychopathic to set up a deal to gain the money all for himself that I thought of and um, eliminated me from the deal by shoving me off the cliff. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the imprint of feeling like you know, I'm not worthy of that because of this imprinted impression that, you know, I was, and I always have felt like this weird thing, even as a child, this jealousy and betrayal, even with loving family. Like I really didn't have an immense amount of betrayal in my life. <laughs> and I just took that energy from this record and I carried it over and every little tiny nuance of like someone not even really meaning to hurt me, you know, into this, you betrayed me. And this this deep, deep feeling of like hurt and betrayal. And so what that was, was the energy of that betrayal in that life of being sh literally shoved off a cliff um, and really imprinting my relationships moving forward. So this is the beauty of the Akashic Records is you can access this, right? And past life regression meditations. And I will be posting a, a guided past life regression meditation in the library and patreon for our members so if you're not a member go ahead and sign up to get access to that meditation so that you can yourself be safely guided through this past life regression and um, start to gain clarity on some of your blocks that are blo are hindering you from moving forward successfully because of of an imprint and energy from a past life and so the other thing that really, really um, was impressed upon me from my other past life regression was that my first, right, my soulmate or my pal was with me in this life. And um, he wasn't with me when I obviously was shoved off the cliff. Otherwise, he would have saved me from it. So I must have been prideful enough to not include him in it. Um, and so on and so forth. And it's kind of funny how that can translate into my current life with my husband. I'm always very prideful and, you know, saying like not taking his advice and him getting very frustrated and then him always ending up his wisdom being correct in the end when something goes wrong. And I was like, shoot, I should have listened to him. Like he's always right. And um, that always right really leads to this. So it's like that constant imprint of him always being right um, kind of leads back to that. And I'll, I'll divulge more. So I didn't really get the hint and clue that he, my soulmate, was my current partner in my life now and was my best friend in that life until my second past life regression where 
I was a um, woman in Oklahoma. Um, I was an orphan. So, and there's some really cool, I went back again and found out how I became an orphan and um, ended up in Oklahoma. Um, I was uh, Caucasian. I was a farmer. And so I grew vegetables. I was like a self-made businesswoman, grew vegetables for the town and I sold them at the market. So this life was in the 1800s, um, you know, trekking on over to Oklahoma. And, um, you know, it seems really controversial and it seems like not reality, like it's not possible because I describe this to my husband currently today. And he's like, that doesn't seem possible. It seems like you like that, that would not fly. So I'm going to describe to you what, you know, what wouldn't have really been possible in this life, but yet this is what I experienced in my meditation and what actually happened. So I had help on the farm. I was in the, in the town's eyes considered a single white woman. Um, I was not married. So I was like a spinster, but secretly my work hand, um, who was African-American was my lover. Like we had built, we built this farm together. We built this life together, but you know, for him and seek for his safety in secret. And I wonder really like, is this possible? Did that really occur? Am I just making this up? Like what? Um, but again, I just had to trust my intuition and during this scene. And the reason I discovered this is because I was in the barn and he came in the barn and we got all hot and heavy. And I was like, why am I like seeing myself be intimate with my partner in a past life? Like, that's weird. Like, why did this scene came up? And it's only because it just showed the, the amount of love we had for each other and the intimacy, but also the secrecy because, even in our own home, we weren't doing it. it was in the barn. Does that make sense? And so <clears throat> I described this to my husband and you tell me thriving intuitives, does this sound real or am I making this up as far as, you know, this um, African-American in the 1800s being my lover? Because you know that emancipation did not occur until the late 1800s and there was much hate um, about that race and they were still slaves. So would it make sense? Like almost like the town believed he was my slave, but he wasn't, he was my lover and my partner. And we did this together. And then it fast forwarded to, um, my death. So comment below in the link in, in the, the notes, if, if this possible, do you think that I'm making this up? Do you think that this is possible to happen? Do you think that my soul is such a rebel that both times I fled my family and then I, you know, entered a partnership with somebody whom I loved. I saw their be beautiful, pure soul and they were, they are my soulmate, but on the exterior in the uh, world, they, you know, shouldn't have been with me according to the culture standards at the time in the 1800s comment below. So then fast forward to my death bed in this life. And I saw myself um, peacefully in my bed, an old woman, like the bed just like in the farm style, the beds like downstairs near the kitchen. I saw the kitchen. I saw my grown, beautiful children that I had with my partner again, completely anti-culture back then, but I had beautiful sons. They were tall and handsome and they were grown. 
um, not fully grown. I had a couple teenagers and then two others that were fully grown. And I was just peacefully, you know, laying weak and my body deteriorating, deteriorating. And that was my deathbed was my experience in that life was just a peaceful passing surrounded my beautiful children loving me. And so you, you, you get these experiences. You're like, what the, like, is this real? But I just lean into it. I had to believe it was real. I had to believe that it wasn't something made up because then you just continually spin and second guess yourself. And so from those two uh, past life regressions, I experienced this feeling that my husband currently in this life is my soulmate. And he was both of those, his soul was in the bodies with me in both of those lives. And I was really struggling with fully embracing his energy, his Capricorn energy of constantly, to me, appearing to be a Debbie Downer and a, and a, someone who was telling me what to do. And this, you know, do this and that and be safe and put this away and da, 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 da. And I realized he's always looked out for me. You know, he's always been there. And again, I don't want to say that I'm making this up, but let's just propose. Let's say I'm making this up. It doesn't matter. It's a beautiful example that he's always been there for me. He's always looked out for me. And as much as he may sound like a nag in this life, it's only because of that perspective of not embracing the fact and knowing that his intentions are coming from love and he's looking out for me and protecting me, you know, and sometimes it could be based from fear in this life. And other times it's based from wisdom because he's thought it through, he's lived it, he's known it and it's here. So those, that was my second big takeaway from it. And let me know if you have someone in your life that you feel is here, but maybe bothering you in a healthy way that's triggering your ego or triggering something that you need to work on in your self-development. Because healthy relationships help us grow like that. Unhealthy relationships continue to hurt us, put us down, um, belittle us to elevate them, not apologize, those types of relationships are not, they are here for us to grow, but they are not healthy. So you, you can have a plan to exit those. But those that are pushing us to grow, that are guiding us with good intentions, even if the ego doesn't feel like it's good intentions, those are the healthy ones that you really want to lean into those lessons and be grateful for those people in your life. So past life regressions are such a beautiful way to find your soul's lessons, to have epiphanies on people, relationships, scenarios, self-worth in this life now. Just as I've experienced this personally, I am empowering you to experience this in your life to, as another tool to push through and clear out the energetic blocks that are stopping you from shining your beautifully unique light. So that is the conclusion today. If you have questions or comments, put them down below. Click the link in the notes to send me feedback and questions. Let me know about those comments throughout the discussion. You know, how was it? What is happening, you know, in this life? And let me know if you would like me to guide you through that past life regression. Stay tuned into the Patreon account. I will have that up and available in the library soon for you to experience. 
and uh, be guided through. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel. And as always, remember to keep your unique light shining.